You're listening to the Holy Hot Mess Mom podcast. I'm Heather, and I like to treat this podcast like we're just old friends sitting around in our jam jams with no makeup, a messy bun, and probably some sort of bodily fluid on our shirt from a child. In this show, we chat about homemaking, simplifying mommyhood, Jesus, and everything in between. This is a place where we embrace that life can sometimes be a crazy, beautiful, hilarious mess. I want to give you the encouragement, support, and some practical tips to help you thrive, even when some days you might feel like you're riding the Holy Hot Mess Express. So grab Grab a cup of coffee or wine if it's been one of those days. Relax. Let's chat. Hey, welcome back. So I have been on a little hiatus and honestly, God put it on my heart to just take a break for a minute. And I'm really glad he did because I've had some weird health things going on and it is all completely zapped my energy. And when I say completely zapped, I'm talking Worse than first trimester with the twins, worse than when I had mono, like couldn't function. Everybody ate nothing but chicken nuggets and hot dogs for like three straight weeks. I'm still getting everything tested. And I think it might be some sort of hormonal imbalance, probably from having so many children in such a short of ta- short amount of time, but the doctors are all looking into it. But I have started taking all these vitamins and supplements that are all natural things to help with hormone stabilization. And I think it's starting to help. I'm starting to feel better. I was no lie sleeping like 12 hours at night, plus taking a two hour nap during the day. And I just couldn't function. Uh, not to mention allergies just completely knocked me on my butt and no, I'm not pregnant. I felt terrible. So That's kind of what we've been doing and happy Easter because it's after Easter. So I'm back after Lent, a little Lent break. What has been going on with us? So all of my kids got pneumonia, (laughs) all of them. So it was like one crazy few weeks. It started off as like this cough. And then we found out a friend's kid had walking pneumonia, like a bacterial strain that caused it. And then all of my kids got it. And then my littlest, littlest, teeny tiny Charlotte, she had like full blown pneumonia. And so we were doing like nebulizer treatments around the clock and just medicine and all this, like taking care of everybody and fevers. And it was all a mess. So we recovered from that and we've been battling allergies and my in-laws were in town and my mom and sister were in town and we celebrated the twins and Evie's birthdays. And it's just been crazy. We've had soccer and homeschool and we went to Arkansas for the day to go to a museum and we've just been kind of all over the place, but I'm back and I'm excited to be talking to myself again (laughs) and like linking up with other people. So it was crazy. I literally put it all down. Like I didn't open up my blog. I didn't open up the podcast app. I didn't record anything. So Today is April 8th, so this will obviously air, you know, on the 22nd when Easter is over, but legit from the 6th until now, I've taken four straight weeks off and it's been really refreshing, but also really cool because I logged into the podcast website that I host my podcast through. And when I stopped I had checked and I was at like 1100 downloads and in four weeks we're over 5,000 downloads. So I don't know who's listening, but hello and welcome. And I'm super excited to have you here. And it's really fun to make new virtual friends. 
So I'm really excited about that. See those numbers jump was really, really cool. So anyways, I'm doing a little March, April, my favorite things because I missed March because I was gone the whole time. So I'm going to jump right in with what my favorite things are. So I heard about this website from the homeschool sisters podcast. So my number one thing is I've been listening to the homeschool sisters podcast. I've been binging that and they like give me life about that. It doesn't have to be school, but at home, you know, and that I'm not failing my children and really cool ideas and things like that. Anyways, one of the things they talked about was chalkpastel.com. And it is this little old lady, Nana, their videos. And I got the East spring and Easter pack when it was like Nana's birthday or something. So they were offering like 50% off. So you buy this and they're online tutorials. Your kids get a piece of construction paper and some chalk pastels, which are really cheap. You know, you can get a decent set that lasts you a really long time for like under 10 bucks at Michael's, maybe even way cheaper than that. If you use one of their coupons and you literally, I just literally plop my computer up and I open up the, the thing and I make the, the video large, you know, full screen and I hit play for the kids and they get to create the cutest, most beautiful little art pictures out of pastels with Nana's instructions. So like this morning, I just plopped the kids right in front of the computer at the table and they did a nest, like a bird's nest with eggs inside of it. And what else did they do? They've done St. Pat, like, um, clovers. And, oh, we also did a, I'll post a picture of this cause it's so cute. Um, I did it with them cause I had so much fun. It was a jar with a dandelion in it. And it was like, you actually shaded and stuff to make it look like there's water in the jar. And it's so simple, but Nana walks you through everything. And so it's just this adorable little video of this little old lady, Nana, you know, doing chalk pastels with you. So, I mean, whether you homeschool or not, wait till there's a, a discount on it, but get some of these chalk pastel things because your kids can go through them over and over again. It's not a one or done. It's like they do this daffodil. And then in four weeks, if you do the daffodil again, it's like, it's going to look different this time, you know? So it's a lot of fun and the kids are really enjoying doing it. So that's how I've been starting our homeschool days. It's like, Hey everybody, let's do chalk pastels with Nana and then I can get anything else set up that I need to get set up. So between the homeschool sisters podcast, which I'm loving and art with Nana at the chalkpastels.com, like loving those. Another thing that I'm loving because my exhaustion was like at that all time high, my husband made a comment, bless his heart. Probably three weeks ago, he said, do you mind if I cook salmon for dinner? Cause I really just would like to have a, an actual meal. <laughs> and I thought, Oh man, like I'm failing at life because that's one of my duties in the house is like to make sure people eat food. <laughs> and he has never been one that's like dinner needs to be on the table, but he was not wrong in the fact that we had been eating basically our children's leftovers for weeks on weeks. And I was, in survival mode, like big time. I had, I had no energy. I couldn't, I couldn't muster up any energy. Anyways, he made the salmon that night. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to get a coupon for one of those like hello fresh or blue apron or whatever. And we're going to try it and see 
if we like it. And if we do, then maybe the next week we'll do another meal delivery system plan, you know, and just use up and go for weeks and weeks using up all the coupons that I can find until we decide which one we like the best. And then maybe we'll just work that into the grocery budget. And so we've tried a few and I'll probably end up reviewing the ones that I really liked, like the ones that my kids like. My kids pretty much eat anything we put in front of them uh, or else. <laughs> it's kind of how I roll. But we it's been really nice because I don't have to think and I don't have to meal plan. I just pull the food out. And that's been really, really nice because I want to have more variety in what we eat. But the energy of actually thinking and putting it together and meal planning and going to the grocery store is like it was more than I could handle, which sounds absolutely absurd when I think about it, but I just was that exhausted. So I'm loving it. And what have we tried so far? Um, Hello Fresh, Blue Apron, and one other one. So yeah. And another meal delivery system, which is not a meal delivery system. I am trying Radish Kids with my kids. They love being in the kitchen and helping me. And what made me jump on it is in our homeschool group, we were learning about Asia and they were having a coupon for Radish Kids. And it was that month's little kit was about Thailand. And so I thought, oh, that's cool. It comes with like a grocery list and your kids can go grocery shopping with you and older kids can do it all on their own and make their own dish. But the little ones, I just, you know, I just do it with them and they, they get to help as much as they can. And it comes with a little patch that they can uh, iron onto their apron, you know, when they've completed that thing and it teaches them culinary skills. Like the Thailand one was about using a whisk. And so it was really cool that, you know, they're so excited that they get to cook dinner once a week. And it was really cheap when I use a coupon and I got three months and I used the coupon. I can't remember how much I paid, but I'll put the link to that because it was super cute. And then the last thing is that I came up with a pretty banging chore system during Lent. And it's kind of a routine and then chores and then chore books. So I'm one of those firm believers that children are part of the family and they do work in the family because they're part of the family. But also I think there are obviously some chores that are above my kids that they really need to be mentored with. But if they chose to go above and beyond and to help, then I wanted to be able to reward them with things. And then we're learning about currency and stuff and math. And so I thought, well, maybe I can tie money into this somehow. So we kind of did this threefold system. So I printed out and laminated like cute little clip art with our morning routine and our evening routine. And the kids each have a clothespin with their name on it. And they move the clothespin down, you know, when they wake up and they have to go potty and there's like a little picture of a toilet and then they eat breakfast. And after they eat breakfast, they have to get dressed and take their clothes to the laundry machine. And then they have to brush their teeth, comb their hair and read a book. And that's either me read to them or my son reads to the babies and my daughter, whatever. But all I have to say is, okay, have you guys done your chores yet this morning? So as soon as breakfast is over, I just say, okay, chore, you know, time to do all your chores, time to do your routine. And they go at it. Well, once they're done with all that morning stuff that they just have to do because it's personal hygiene and that's what you do, then there's a little check mark at the bottom that says chores. So then they go over to their chore chart 
which is right next to it. And their chore chart has age appropriate things that they can do. So my son's chores for the day are, you know, to get all of his laundry in the laundry machine, his dirty clothes from the night before he has to make his bed and he's five. So it's not the way that I would make it, but you know, the skill will be perfected over time, make his bed. He has to check all the trash cans in the house and empty them if they need to be emptied, which is just three small trash cans. And then he also has to check the mail for the day, which doesn't happen until the afternoon. He also, what is the last? There's a few more. Oh, they have to feed the pets. And so he puts the cat food out and my daughter will scoop the dog food into the bowl and they fill the bowl. And then they also have to clean their room at the end of the day. And that happens at the end of the day. And so, you know, they do as many chores as they can get done. Obviously they can't do the mail and they can't clean their room for the whole day at eight o'clock in the morning, but they move their little clothespins. One side of the clothespin says to do, I just wrote it in permanent marker. And the other side has a check mark and it says done. And when my son was in preschool, they used clothespins a lot. And I wondered why until they finally told me that it's because it works on pencil grip. And so that's why everything they used was like moving clothespins. You know, when they finished whatever, they would move a clothespin. And it's because it helped with that pencil grip. And so I figured, well, what a better way to help my daughter and my son with their pencil grip than to have them moving clothespins everywhere. So they move them from to do to done and they go all the way through. And at the end of the night after bath time, you know, my son also folds all of his own laundry and puts it away. My daughter doesn't fold her laundry. She just puts it away. I will say, because my son's only five, I make sure all the clothes are right side out and kind of like whip them so that they're flat or whatever. So he just has to actually fold them instead of having to untangle them and all those things. And then they put them in their drawers. They clean their room for the night. And then after they've done all of those things, then they can watch a TV show at the end of the day with dad. And then they get to do their, their evening routine too, which is, you know, brush your teeth, take your medicine, because we're all on allergy stuff. And, you know, and so they're learning that all those things are just part of life. Like, because you're a part of this family, you have to clean up after yourself and you have, you know, but they also are learning because I'm kind of watching over them still at this point, we've, we're only about six weeks into it. I'm really watching over them like, okay, well, let's, let's try to refold that. Cause that's kind of like a wad, you know, <laughs> let's try to refold that. Or that was a really good try, but you know, maybe we should not just shove all the toys underneath the bed or whatever it is. So really kind of mentoring them through it so that it's done. Eventually they know just the way to do it. They're not just being told like, go clean it and, leaving them free for all, I'm still guiding them. And so kind of my plan is with every birthday, we'll kind of make it a big deal that they get a new chore that's in there. Just, you have to do this chores. Um, and eventually, you know, when they're, when my son's 14, his, you have to do this chore will be mowing the grass or whatever. So with the extra chores, that are not their personal responsibilities, like watering the plants outside or not. They, they didn't buy the plants, you know, so that's not kind of their personal responsibility, but it is something that really helps mom out. 
And eventually that could be one of their daily chores. But for right now, because I wanted to keep the three-year-old's chores pretty short because she's three and the five-year-old, I didn't want to overload him with tons of stuff either, but I wanted to give them some sort of a reward system for their additional chores. So I printed out little fake dollar bills and I printed out little cards and the cards are worth one, three, five, or 10 chore bucks. And in these chore bucks, they're things that, that are worth 10 would be like helping pick up dog poop, which is disgusting and nobody wants to do it. So nobody's volunteered to do that one yet. It could be scooping the cat litter, which my son will do. We've got $5 ones would be when my son helps me empty the whole dishwasher. So he'll get like the big step stool and he'll take all the bowls out, you know, and he'll empty the whole dishwasher. Watering the plant out front is one chore buck. Dusting each room, they um, they dust and do a good job. I check up after them, they get one. For every book my son reads on his own during the day to just go sit in his room and read a book, I'll give him one chore buck. For every book he reads to his sisters out loud in the living room so that I can hear, he gets three chore bucks. Now, the kicker with this, to add in the math part of it, is that if anybody helps him with a chore or if they do a chore together, like wiping, like cleaning all the windows or dusting, whatever it may be, or if mommy helps them with something like emptying the dishwasher, he's doing it with me, then they only get half the chore bucks. They have to split the chore box. And so that gives them the motivation to want to just do it by themselves. But if it's something that they really don't want to do, like scooping the cat litter, and I ask him to do it, I will still give him half the chore box if he's there helping me. Now, if they on their own decide something looks dirty and I need to clean it for mommy, then they get double the chore box. So wiping off the kitchen table is worth one chore box. And I mean, that needs to be done at least three, four times a day, you know, with lunch, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. So if they on their own go grab a rag, wring it out, get on top of the table, wipe it all down and do a really good job and come tell me, mommy, I just wiped down the table. I won't just give them one chore buck. I'll give them two. And so I'm able to reinforce like multiplying and adding with my son, but also the motivation to on their own, see that the windows look really gross and they need to be cleaned or oh, the dishwasher's always clean in the morning, so let me just empty the silverware and get two chore bucks instead of one. They're, they're seeing the incentive for using their own eyes to find things that can be cleaned in the house. And eventually we'll be able to add on more and more things and I'll be able to make things that are maybe harder for them now worth less money later. So I just really simple created it in Word and I'm hoping to make something cute and maybe put it on my website for everybody to download, but it... It has worked like a charm because all I have to do is say, let's do our chores. And when they get these chore bucks, they can turn them in for things. So basically a chore buck equals like five to 10 real life cents. So my son has been saving up his money to earn 50 chore bucks because he wants to get a pack of Pokemon cards and he's been saving and saving and saving. Now my daughter saves up 10 chore bucks because she wants to have a lollipop every few days. <laughs> And 10 chore bucks, she can turn it in and get a lollipop. It's been working really well because we even did stuff like if you get 200 chore bucks, if you want to save up your money and get 200 chore bucks, you get to go on a dinner and movie date with mommy or daddy, whoever you want to choose, and just have you time. And the kids have really, really enjoyed that motivation. So it's teaching them that so many things because it's teaching them that if they hold out and they save their money, they can get something a lot bigger and better. It's 
teaching them to add up. It's teaching them money conversion. But then also I am raising kids, hopefully, that use their own eyeballs to clean up their own crap when they see it wrong so that they don't have a spouse or a mom that has to say, go do this because it's dirty. You know, I'm trying to give them incentive on using their own eyes and coming up with these solutions on their own. So anyways, that's kind of the long of the short, short of the long of it, long, I don't, whatever. It was a long little talk about this chore system, but I'm really enjoying it. So my favorites are this art with Nana from chalkpastdog.com, the homeschool sisters podcast, creating like a really simple routine and chore system for the kids. And they're getting into this perpetual habit where they don't need to really be looking at the list so much anymore because they know what their chores are. And it's really been helping me out. And honestly, it all came out of the fact that I was exhausted and I couldn't do much. So I needed them to kind of pull the slack and then using the meal delivery systems because it's been a lifesaver with me battling with all these health issues. So those are all my things I'm loving in March and April. And I am going to see you or hear you. You're going to hear me back in a few days when we talk about the practical stuff on Wednesday. And I'm not really sure what that's going to be yet because I don't have my notes, but I'm sure it'll be super fun. This episode is over, but there's lots more content for you to check out on my website. Head over to holyhotmessmom.com for all sorts of downloads, posts, and ridiculous stories, as well as the show notes for today's episode. Don't forget to find me on Instagram and Facebook at Holy Hot Mess Mom, as well as in our exclusive Mama Facebook group by searching Holy Hot Mess Mamas. That's Holy Hot Mess, M-A-M-A-S. So we can connect, share, encourage, uplift, laugh, and be virtual best friends. Do you have a topic or something you want to hear about on the show? Shoot me an email at podcast at holyhotmessmom.com. I'd love to hear your suggestions. If you like this episode, would you do me a huge favor and head over to your podcast app and give us a rating and review so that more ladies can find our podcast. The more great reviews we have, the wider we reach with our support, tips, laughs, and encouragement. I would really appreciate it. Until next time.